Hey, what's up? It's Jeremiah, and I wanted to know if you would be interested in supporting me and my mission to help people level up in life by supporting my podcast content. Now listen, by going to anchor.fm slash minority mindset slash support, click on that support button and make a monthly contribution. You will not only help me get that much closer to quitting my nine to five, my nine to six day job, but you are going to get me that much closer to dedicating my every being to serving people who are in middle to lower social economical status. So if you are led to contribute, become a monthly supporter. Donate a dollar, five dollars, ten bucks monthly. Remember, I don't forget those who initially invest in me when I started moving on this vision. And I will never forget where I came from. Minor to major LLC. Yup. What's up, everybody? Jeremiah here with Minor to Major. You know the deal. Where we help people turn their minor setbacks into major comebacks. I want to talk about screen time. Screen 10. The reason why I want to talk about this is because I get the question so many times in private practice or when uh, I meet people at, I don't know, the doctor's office or in passing, and they say, oh, you're a counselor, you're a therapist, and I start talking about what I do, primarily focus on kids, uh, minority boys, 12 to 17. I'm on a Facebook group and we get into this conversation. So they'll, they'll say, hey, my biggest problem is screen time. My kids spend all day on the PS4, PS5, on the Xbox, or uh, they're addicted to their cell phones and social media and TikTok. And all they want to do is scroll on YouTube and watch the shorts. So this is my response to that. I was going to put so many different modules, 17, 15, 20, I don't know. I was going to put modules, the same thing I'm doing on this podcast for the most part. It would be a little bit more in-depth, more more ah, psychoeducation, uh, Google it. It was going to be more of that on um, the, uh, the platform I was building, and I was going to uh, create a product. But I'm actually transitioning that, and it's going to be something a little bit different. Um, so I want to give you this value for free. So screen time, let's get into it. Uh, nowadays, screen time is described at the moment uh, as the amount of attention one uses with uh, with the eye focus on, on screens such as a computer, iPad, tablet, smartphone, television, like smart device, electronic, television, whatever. The phenomenon is being studied extensively with research, emphasis on digital media and mental health. I get parents that come into my office on a weekly basis uh, with the concern that their child spends a large amount of their time on electronic devices. And um, it, it's, it's almost daily. First, let me, let me address this first. First, I would like to point out uh, the preventative measures to prevent these bad habits or addictions in the first place. Like there's been behavior that led up. They don't just wake up and say, I'm addicted uh, to social media. Or, I'm addicted to Instagram. I'm, no, this is learned behavior. Okay. And then I'll discuss ways to solve the screen time problem. This epidemic of screen time in our First and foremost, a child is introduced to these electronics at an early age, oftentimes while being a toddler. Most reasons for those of us who have young children. So for me, 
uh, I think it was first introduced at church. Our son learned his voice. He started using his, ah, all the screaming in church. And so when we put, um, what was it called? Coco Melon? Ah, it was Coco Melon. When we introduced him to Coco Melon, that was a wrap. Turn the volume down really, really low. And uh, that was his attention all through church, an hour and a half, whatever. So most reasons for, 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 for us who have young children, we put these iPads, these the Nintendo Switch, these smartphones in front of our kids to keep them occupied while the parents, while we do whatever it is that we need to do, get things done. It's convenient for parents while our kids are enjoying their experience. So it's, it's really convenient for us, for them to be occupied. They could be learning the ABCs, the colors, the one, two, threes. They could be benefiting from some of these uh, these programs that are on these uh, electronic devices, but for the most for the most part, it's convenient. So it's a win win, right? No, this habit it teaches our children at an early age to be dependent on electronics to fill the void of boredom. That's the first thing. It's boredom. The younger the kid is, most likely, the more energy they have. Okay? Most children, they don't start off kind of meet kind of low, chill, and then as they get older, they get more energy. It's the opposite. Toddlers, children, they run around. They've got all this energy. Parents, it's hard for us to keep up if we're older. We throw the screen time in front of them. We throw the screens in front of them. It slows them down and it gives us enough time to do what we need to do and gather our ish together. Okay, the dependence then turns into a source of confidence building and ways to boost self-esteem. As the ch- child gets older, uh, middle school or uh, high school, social media and gaming become the ways for kids to cope with life stressors. So there's two things: dependence, uh, the dependence on these these uh, these sources, the external stimuli of these electronic devices. They turn into a source of confidence building and ways to boost self-esteem. Uh, let me give you an example: boost self-esteem. I got these new shoes. I post them on my feet. I'm walking, or I put a little TikTok up uh, Jordan swag or Air Force One swag. I don't know. And boom, they get 100 likes. It boosts their confidence and their self-esteem. It's a source for building uh, self-esteem. Social media and gaming become, that's the first, become a way uh, for kids to cope with life stressors. So I get stressed off. I'm pissed off. I don't want to do school. I'm going to get on the game system because it makes me feel better. So that's not one source. That's the main source for helping them feel better. I'm I'm pissed off. I'm I'm angry. I'm gonna go to Instagram and I'm gonna scroll, and they get lost in thoughts. They start clicking, clicking. They go down this rabbit hole of followers, and they start investigating. And next thing you know, an hour and a half has gone by. They need a charger, and they plug up to the wall, and they continue the scrolling. So one, it becomes a um, source for building self-esteem and confidence. Two, 
it helps with uh, coping with life stressors. Whenever we seek these values and basic needs, these are basic needs that I just outlined. In the world, instead of starting with, uh, from within, we become dependent on the world as a coping skill. Kids seek likes and posts uh, to become more relevant. They become more relevant. Look at me. Popularity. Kids do risky things to go viral because the cele- because celebrities in the United States and the Western culture are so glorified. You going viral, popularity. You going viral means you are somebody. I had a client who did pranks to get views on his social media platform. I, I see that a lot. There's a one, well, there's a, a guy, an influencer who does, uh, what is it, uh, gold digging pranks. Really, really big. I mean, he gets paid off of doing these YouTube gold digger pranks. But uh, he screen recorded, th- this particular kid I'm talking about, he screen recorded, he FaceTime uh, with his girlfriend, and he screen recorded it, where he was breaking up with her in live action, like he was doing this live while he FaceTimed her. Did like a reaction video and he got, you know, lots of views. She was seen crying. She was begging for him to come back. He received thousands of views. But at what expense? At what expense? The longer the youth goes, I mean, this is, she was embarrassed. The girlfriend putting her, her, you know, she was being very vulnerable on the World Wide Web. And thousands of people saw this. Thousands of likes. We are willing to risk other people's feelings and emotions and mental wellness for self-gain to become a celebrity. Think about an adult creator who benefits uh, financially on their platforms at the expense of someone else's mistakes or failures. Content creators are now taking the spotlight of today's local news because people want the drama and gossip all while being entertained. Kids are gravitating to this as they get older, but it all starts with the simple attention giving, uh, to, given to Ryan or Blippy, Coco Melon, or whatever YouTuber that entertains them. That's where it starts. As parents, we aid and abet these behaviors at a young age. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the the the, the preemptive, the things that we can do before the addiction, to stop, to prevent the addiction from ever happening, okay? I I wrote an article on this, this very topic, and it is published on the Medium, and uh, it can be found on my LinkedIn at uh, Jeremiah Rankin's MA. Let's move on and talk about the solution. Remove the source of the addiction. Remove it. You and your child may be in a good place, and he or she or they been doing really well not to deserve any punishment whatsoever. You notice your child spending an overwhelming amount of time and energy on their phones, but they're not bothering you. Don't dismiss it as this is how these kids are nowadays. If you want your child to do better than their peers academically, because it's, this is com- competition. We are in the world of competition then limit the electronics. When you remove the source of addiction, 
because that is what we are discussing. We're addiction. We're we're discussing addiction. How can how can how you can be such an influence on your child's life by removing these distractions? You can tell that this is an an addiction when a child has negative physiological responses to the removal of uh, the external stimuli in this case, which would be the electronic devices. That is how you know this is an an addiction. The initial removal of the stimuli, whatever it is, the PS4, the cell phone, whatever you see that they're spending uh, an overwhelming amount of time, uh, you'll see lots of pushback. Crying, whining, complaining, anxiety, anger, frustration, resentment you name it do i need to go any further that's how you know this is a these kids are pissed off aside from the behaviors you can expect the the internal cues such as increased heart rate when they think about you taking away their gaming system cell phone whatever heavy breathing if you see some heavy breathing some panting fidgeting with fingers or whatever this is anxiety this is uh, internal energy that is bouncing off the walls of your kid and it's showing up in heavy breathing and fidgeting of the fingers, possibly pacing. The longer the longer the youth goes without their electronics, whatever it is, the easier the anxiety is to deal with, meaning sobriety date. What's their sobriety date? <laughs> You've gone two months without your PS5. How do you feel about getting that back? How do you feel about limiting your screen time after three months of not having any of the, the your, your electronics and following a schedule to ensure you do not become addicted again? How do you feel about that? Ask how you feel about it to provide autonomy like they have a say-so, like they have a voice. Kids like this stuff. It's a sign of you showing respect to your child, and believe it or not, they value receiving respect from their parent. It becomes that much easier to give it back. For most kiddos, this applies, not to all. So to sum this, this sum that up, that section, your child is dealing with screen time addiction. Remove all electronic devices that they may be addicted to. Remove them. Do not return these devices for several weeks, maybe even months. You must extinguish the dependence on these devices. Once the dependence is removed, then provide them back some access with an understanding that there will be a schedule or routine structure. That's what that is. Structure for the use of the gaming devices, the smartphone devices, the YouTube watching, the T television. Do not allow your child to be dependent on these devices. And if they are, stop the addiction as soon as possible. With that being said, I'm wrapping it up. You must replace the addiction with new habits that are positive. The the addict who is dependent on alcohol or any other substance, once becoming sober and detox from the poison that they uh, put into their body, they should replace it by attending a support group to assist with urges and cravings of the use. You see, you stop the addictive behavior of, of uh, putting the substance in your body. You replace it by a positive behavior of attending meetings and support groups. Replace the behavior of drinking or drugs with surrounding yourself with peers who are wanting to do better, 
have similar struggles and can help you do the same. Replace the use with meeting. The more intense the cravings, the more meetings you attend. It's not that easy. It's it's actually more uh it's more into uh substance abuse re- recovery than that, but you get the picture, y'all. There's definitely more into it than that, but you get my point. You re- you must replace the old behavior you don't want to see anymore, screen time, with behaviors you would like to see, reading books, going outside to play, speaking and engaging with you and your family members, playing board games on family night. Doing homework, doing chores, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. When you remove the screen time, you replace it with uh, productive uh, activities. Thank you, uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Minority Mindset with Texas licensed professional Jeremiah Rankins. If you would like to connect or contact. Contact me. Feel free to reach me at any of my social media platforms. Anyone. I'm not hard to find. Visit my Instagram page. Click on the link in the bio. Uh, It should be like cards 100 or 10,000 or something like that. You'll find access to my website, email, phone number, Facebook page, YouTube channel. at All the different ways you can stay plugged and keep up with my journey and know when I drop my latest content. This is Jeremiah Rankins with Minor to Major. And I am helping people, I'm trying to help people turn their minor setbacks into major comebacks. Thank you.